To me, there's no psalm in the book of Psalms that compares to 45. If you have a superscription over the psalm, if you have an Oxford Bible, it says a song of loves. Because it's a love psalm. It's a love psalm of the Lord Jesus Christ's love toward us and of our love toward Him. And yet it sets the Lord Jesus Christ up in the first seven verses as a great and mighty conquering prince. And so we want to see in this psalm not only that Jesus Christ is King, but that He is also our Savior. And He finds us most beautiful because He has clothed us Himself and made us beautiful. And the psalm ends by saying, forget your fathers, because the Lord Jesus Christ is going to give you a new family, a family of God, the family of the redeemed, and you're going to praise him forever. Let's all rise and read Psalm 45. Together, my heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia, out of the ivory palaces, whereby they have made thee glad. King's daughters were among thy honorable women, Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty. For he is thy Lord, and worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought unto thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy fathers shall be thy children, whom thou mayest make princes in all the earth. I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise thee forever and ever. Amen.
and amen. amen. You may be seated. Very, very briefly, since I have preached this psalm to you before in a full sermon. The psalmist says, my heart is indicting a good matter. How did God inspire the word of God? He gave it by dictation. That's what the word indict means. My heart is indicting a good matter. My heart is telling me things I need to say and that I need to write down. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. This is a prophecy of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you know your Bible, then you know that verses 6 and 7 are quoted in Hebrews chapter 1. This psalm cannot apply to Solomon because Solomon was never a conquering prince. But the Lord Jesus Christ was. Solomon didn't have to fight any battles. God gave him a a reign of peace. But the Lord Jesus Christ did fight some battles. And he has some more to fight. And he's going to win in every one of them because his right hand is going to teach him some terrible things. The right hand of the Lord Jesus Christ has the keys, the power, and the authority of heaven, earth, the sea, and hell, and death. He is the destroyer of all our enemies. And we want to rejoice in Him this morning. He is fairer than the children of men. There is no man, no woman, no relationship that you will ever have that can come close to a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. To the degree you put your love, affection, trust, security, and pleasure in any relationship on earth, you deprive yourself and you take away glory from the Lord Jesus Christ. You will never find the amount of happiness that you can find in another person that you can find in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I beg you to hear this psalm that we've read together in the presence of the Lord this morning and to consider its words. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. No matter how gracious any man or woman might ever be, they're not anything compared to the graciousness of the Lord Jesus Christ. His graciousness, standing in the synagogue in Nazareth in Luke chapter 4, was marvelous to behold, the Bible tells us, even though they were his enemies that were sitting there and he knew every one of their hearts. He was still gracious. Grace was poured into his lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. I am an ambassador for the Lord Jesus Christ. God has anointed him with the oil of gladness above his fellows. There is no comparison to the Lord Jesus Christ. He has set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power, on a throne at his right hand. And he is going to preserve that throne for the Lord Jesus Christ forever. Verses 3 and 4 and 5 describe him as a conquering prince. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. Take the reins and the scepter and the sword of your kingdom and be a conquering prince and destroy your enemies. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. What a king! This king combines truth and meekness And righteousness, all in one. There's never been a ruler among men that combined those three things the way the Lord Jesus Christ does. Truth. He is the faithful and true witness. Meekness. Never was there a man as meek as the Lord Jesus Christ, 
who went humbly and obediently to the crucifixion of the cross. And righteousness. Was there ever one as righteous as the Lord Jesus? I want you to love this psalm with me. If you have other favorites, that's okay. But just make sure 45 is in your top 10 from the book of Psalms. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. I want you to know that the Lord Jesus Christ has a right hand. And in that right hand is a sword of justice. And it does terrible things against his enemies. As we'll see this morning. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. Whereby the people fall under thee. Jesus Christ conquers and destroys his enemies. When I think of arrows... Sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. I think of the Lord Jesus Christ rising from his throne in heaven with all the fury and the power of the Son of God blessing his deacon Stephen to preach the truth that Jesus of Nazareth was going to destroy that foolish temple in Jerusalem. And that message preached in Acts chapter 7 Cut them to their heart so that they stopped up their ears and ran on him with one accord and stoned Stephen to death. But Stephen looked into heaven and saw the Lord Jesus Christ standing, not sitting. He had stood for his faithful servant that these Jews killed. One of those servants killed by the husbandmen before the kingdom was taken from them and given to the Gentiles that would bring forth some fruits of obedience and righteousness. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee, and he destroyed all his enemies. Verses 6 and 7 are quoted in Hebrews chapter 1, and the rest of the psalm goes on to describe the love relationship between Jesus Christ and his church. And brethren, when it comes to a place like verse 12, and it says, And the daughter of Tyre, shall be there with a gift. Tyre was a pagan, profane city on the shores of the Mediterranean Sea. Tyre was an example city of Gentiles. Tyre is like the United States of America. Tyre is involved in the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tyre means you and I can be part of that bride, though we are not part of Israel. Tyre had no relationship to the commonwealth of Israel. And when they were without God and without hope in the world, but Tyre shall be there at the marriage of the Lord Jesus Christ, the great conquering prince. And what should this psalm mean to you? And what should this psalm cause you to do? Verse 17 sums it up well. I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. We do not want to let the name of the Lord Jesus Christ die with those that are my age in here. We want to communicate it to the next generation. That's what it means when it says, I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. This is what the Bible describes as fathers teaching their children who will teach their children who will teach the generation that is to come. Psalm 78 and Joel chapter 1. We want to remember the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our greatest conquering hero that we could ever have. He's the king of the kingdom of heaven. But he's the lover of our souls. May Jesus Christ be praised. Amen.